All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Aligned Living Podcast. My name is Sophie. I'm your host, and I'm also the author of the Aligned Living newsletter. So I got the idea to start a podcast earlier this year, and honestly, I just really hesitated to start recording because it felt like a make-work project. I was really overwhelmed by the idea of recording weekly episodes and having to learn how to edit, and so I didn't do it. And when I joined Substack a few months ago, I learned that there was the option of having a audio segment of your newsletter. And I thought that this was such a great way for me to start to explore podcasting without being overwhelmed. So in terms of what you can expect from the Aligned Living podcast, I will put out episodes when the inspiration strikes, and these episodes will be totally unedited and totally unfiltered, so please bear with me. Um, But I am really excited to explore this new medium and this new way of disseminating knowledge, of really just connecting and sharing. So thank you so much for being here. If you ever have any questions or comments, I love to hear from you. You can put them in the comment section below or just feel free to respond to the emails directly and I'll get back to you there. So for this first official episode, I thought that I would share a little bit more about me for those of you who might not know me personally. So I did my first yoga teacher training in 2014, which was right after I graduated from university. So at university, I studied international development and I had a minor in law and English. Um, And while I've always really enjoyed learning and studying, I also really struggled in university. This was the first time in my life where I really struggled with my mental health And ultimately, that brought me to the practice of yoga. And that was a big reason why I fell in love with yoga, because I saw the impact that it had on my own life and the ways that it healed me. So after just a few classes, you know, I was in awe of the relief that the practice was giving me. And it became really clear that this is something that I wanted to devote myself to in in a bigger way. So once I graduated from university, I went off to do my first teacher training, and then I was lucky enough to jump into teaching full-time pretty much right away. Um, I know that this is not the case for a lot of people, and I just feel really grateful that this was my opportunity because I experienced just tremendous growth in my teaching and in my practice in that first year after my teacher training. So I just want to give a big shout out to Joe at Moto Yoga Halifax for really believing in me and to my early mentors, Vanessa and Kirsten. I would not be where I am in my teaching career without your love and your advice. So thank you. So I jumped right into teaching full time and honestly, it was a really amazing experience. I had so much fun and I learned and I grew so, so much. But I really struggled to make ends meet, as most yoga teachers do. And back then, I didn't know what I know now about diversifying your offerings and the business of yoga and the various ways that we actually can make teaching yoga sustainable for ourselves. And so I just felt like that 
I was not able to be a yoga teacher full time like I hoped. And that brought me to move back in with my parents. I got a job at my local library and I started to save money to travel. I didn't know what I wanted to do at this point in my life, um, but I did know that I wanted to explore and I wanted to continue to learn about the practice. So I was lucky enough to travel to India not once, but twice. And this was just a really beautiful and expansive time in my life. And I learned so much. And I always say to people, especially to people who are interested in yoga, if you have the opportunity to go to India, go. So while I was in India the second time, I started to get some more clarity about what my next steps might be, and I applied to go back to school to be a paralegal. Uh, In hindsight, you know, I do feel that this decision was made due to some of the pressure that I was feeling from the world around me. Um, And I'm not entirely sure if it was something that I really wanted to do, It more so felt like something that I had to do. So when I came back from India, I went to school and honestly, I really enjoyed it. It was a really refreshing experience for me to be in school as a little bit more of a mature adult. I was 25 at the time, so I was able to take my studies really seriously and my mental health was much more balanced. So I was able to succeed in ways that I didn't the first time around at university. After I finished the paralegal program, I moved to Kingston and ultimately I got a job at a law firm and I quickly realized that that was not the environment that I wanted to be in and that although I enjoyed learning about the law, I did not enjoy practicing the law. So it's important to keep in mind that all the while, while I was working at the library, While I was in paralegal school, when I was working at the law firm, I was always teaching yoga part-time. And actually, the law firm that I worked at was directly on top of the yoga studio that, that I was working for. So I would often go down to the yoga studio to vent to teachers, my friends, and oftentimes I would teach classes before or after work. And really, it was this community that got me through this this really challenging time because I felt like I had invested all of this time and money into something that didn't bring me joy and that I did not want to do for the rest of my life. So I really battled with this for a few months. And honestly, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just praying for opportunities to appear for me and One night laying in bed, my boyfriend asked me, you know, if you could do anything, what would you do? And I said to him, I was like, you know, I would work for Moto Yoga International. That's the company that I did my first yoga teacher training with. And I really stand behind their values and beliefs, their six pillars. And I thought that they would be an amazing organization to work for. But I knew that they were a small team and I knew that they weren't hiring at the time. But I put it out there to the universe and as fate would have it, three days later, a job was posted. I immediately left work to work on my resume and my application. And I think a really deep part of me knew that that job was meant to be mine. And fast forward a few weeks, I did in fact get the job and I stepped into the role of teacher training coordinator at Moto Yoga International. So 
During those first two years of working with MYI, I really started to gain some of those business skills and acumen, and I started to understand what it takes to run a successful yoga business. And so when the pandemic hit um, March 2020, that was the first time in six years that I was no longer teaching for another studio, and I knew that I wanted to keep on teaching. And I also knew that if I didn't create my own opportunities, I would not be able to teach. Um, September 2020, Matt, my boyfriend and I moved to Ottawa because he went back to school. And so I really used this time and space that I had in my schedule due to all of the lockdowns and the pandemic. And I started to build my business into what it is today. So my business is surrounded primarily on mentoring yoga teachers. I also do some one-on-one coaching for folks who are not yoga teachers, but who are interested in integrating some of these teachings and practices into their life. And I also offer therapeutic private yoga, various workshops, and I'm really stoked to start lecturing at uh, some moto yoga trainings later this year. So Um, Over the last almost two years, because we're at August 2022 today, um, I I really started to build this business and it's brought me an incredible amount of joy and of purpose and inspiration. And I'm just so grateful that people want to read what I have to say. They want to listen to the words that I have to say and The feedback that I get is that I'm offering something that is valuable to people in the community. And my whole why behind this is because I wish that I knew in 2014 when I was starting to teach yoga full time, all of this stuff, because maybe then I wouldn't have had to go back to school and spend all of this money and spend all of this time doing something that ultimately didn't bring me any joy. Um, So anytime that I feel that I can help teachers get more clear about how to actually live their dreams, it feels like time well spent on my end. So currently I'm back living in Kingston, Ontario. Matt and I have moved around a bunch over the last few years, but it feels really good to be back in Kingston. And currently I'm still focusing on doing yoga teacher mentorship. I have a small group mentorship program launching in a month at the beginning of September, which I'm super stoked about. And if you have any questions about that, of course, just feel free to reach out. But I hope that gives you a little bit more of an idea of where I'm coming from, how I got here. And in terms of where I'm going, you know, I'm just kind of letting letting the universe guide me and and letting the feedback that I receive from all of you also point me in in the direction of what I think is being the most helpful and the most well-received. And I mean, if I've learned anything over the years of being a yoga teacher and and trying to make it work, it is that you need to know and you need to embody your worth. So... Yes, this might look like asking for a raise from your studio owner, but also that might look like creating more opportunities for yourself where you are setting 
your own worth and you are saying, this is what I think my time is worth based on my experience and my education and um, look for ways to embody your worth outside of what other people are telling you you are worth. I think, you know, for so long in my life, I thought that you had to work for other people and that was the way that you became successful. But for me, I find that I get the most joy and I feel the most successful when I am, I'm working for myself because I get to determine how much I feel that what I am offering is worth. And I find that when you're really embodied and you're really integrated and really clear on that, people are, people are really open and receptive to receive. So don't be scared to ask for what you need, but also be prepared to go get that yourself. We can't always rely on other people to feed us literally and metaphorically. Uh, Sometimes we need to learn how to make our own meals, so to speak. So I hope you found that helpful. I would love to know if you have any other questions about me, about my journey through teaching. Um, Post them in the comments below and I would love to do another little podcast episode answering any of your questions in the next few weeks. Okay, sending you all big love. Bye.